that love in my heart for others. So wherever you are, thankfully he's gracious to us, isn't he? And uh, so awesome opportunities in our city um, for ministry. And uh, one of those, as we have linked up with Forgotten Ministries, also the Mercy House. And we're going to watch, before Jeremiah comes and shares, we're going to watch a little video uh, about that. So go ahead and tee that up. Terrell, uh, I know you've got to do a little finagling to get it rolling, so go for it up there. People that are homeless have problems. It's, it's, not, it's not because we choose to be homeless. It's because, it's because we're fighting something inside that we, we can't deal with ourselves. It's, it's, we're lost. I died right out here. Um, I died. When they got here, I wasn't breathing. I drank that much alcohol that I, I alcohol poisoning, and, and they brought me back, and they, um, I had finally reached my bottom. I don't want to be that person anymore. And that's what this place is teaching me, how to be a better person. I checked in, a little different at first, but we, had, we got to sleep in beds. We had one of the best meals we had had in who knows how long. You know, and then within a week, you know, I, I was getting to know names of staff members, and within two weeks I was getting to know their stories and why they're here. This is what Jesus did when he walked the earth. He didn't, he didn't go to speak to the kings and queens and, and people like that. He came to talk to the lowly, the people that were down. He didn't come to save the righteous. He came to save the unrighteous. We're, we're all people. And even the people that, that are in churches, you know, a lot of them are hurting too. We're all the same people. The Mercy House is exactly what Enoch needs. And because someone has taken the time to come in here and give of themselves, to share the love of God with them, to totally change this community. Because of Mercy House, um, I have, I've got a job now. Um, I, I quit drinking. I've got a good support group here. Um, I'm going to go into the Oasis program. I'm going to have an apartment. I'm not going back out on the streets. Mercy House did that for me. God did that for me. Man, that video speaks for itself every time you see it. It's, it's powerful. And, you know, every time I see that, you know, Larry, when we first opened, I mean, we probably kicked him out every other night because he was just a belligerent drunk. And, and it just goes to show that God's grace is not beyond any one of us and that he can extend his grace into any of our lives and restore that relationship with him. And it's just amazing to see what God can do when we just are willing to be the hands and feet and put ourselves out there and are willing to take the gospel to anywhere and everywhere. And, uh, and one of the things that, you know, I want to, to express is, you know, when I first came to Enid, you know, I, I, I grew up, you guys know my story, and not knowing that these areas and these people existed in Enid. And as we've opened the Mercy House, I thought we would have 10, 15 homeless. And we closed in August with 50 people and predicting to have somewhere between 70 and 80 this winter. And it's, it's overwhelming the more we start to see the needs. And, and people are like, well, you know, are you creating a problem? Because, you know, more and more people are coming. And I'm like, man, I want people to come from all over the United States 
to the Mercy House because they're coming, not because of the food and the clothes that we're offering them. They're coming because God is drawing them to this place to hear the gospel. And that's what the churches of Enid should be like. They should be so in love with Christ that they should be drawing the people around this building inside of here because of the love that you guys are offering them. And I just, I believe with all my heart when we become that kind of church that the whole face of Enid will be reached. And so, uh, you know, Forgotten Ministries is continuing to adventure down that goal. Our goal is to reach everyone in Enid with the gospel. And you guys have been a part of that. You guys have been on that journey with us. And you guys have been out there serving with us at the park and reaching people that would not normally have been reached. Um, Our hope is to continue to plug uh, people into our transitional housing to offer people the, the, the um, skills and the tools that they need, the transition, like Larry said, from off the street to job and to keeping a job and getting him into apartment. Um, we're really excited about some of the things that God's going to be doing this year with some community gardens that we're starting to help offer some jobs for some of the homeless that don't have the opportunities to work because of handicaps or disabilities. And, uh, and God is really opening the door for us to uh, um, extend... Uh, a handout to the Marshallese people. Um, it's something that I've been praying for for years, and, and, and I, I, I'll be honest, I didn't know if it was ever going to happen, but the Marshallese community has come to us, and they want to use the center as their community center to where they can start meeting and start um, the churches start coming together and, off, and getting the classes they need to learn English and uh, money and um, financial um, classes. And so, you know, it's, it's one of those kind of build it and they will come type thing. It's kind of that thing, you know, you know, God put that on our heart. And as he started to bring all the pieces together, he's now starting to bring the people. And so, you know, our big prayer this year is for salvations. I just want to see thousands and thousands of people fall in love with Jesus. And, uh, and I want to welcome you guys. And I've been talking to Scott and Mark about this, about you guys coming out and taking a night to serve at the homeless shelter this year. Um, I know Dwight and his group's taken Tuesday night at the park, but I'm telling you, it is, it is amazing when you guys just get into these people's lives, and you start to find out that they're just like us. They're just like us. I've met doctors and lawyers. I've met every type of um, person that's out there, and they just need someone to sit with them and just love them and help them work through the issues they're going through. And so uh, I just want to thank you guys for all your support that you've given us over the years, and uh, we are con- excited to continue to work with EMB. So thank you. And if you don't know how exciting it is to serve with that group, ask some of our youth, because about once a month they go and and do some things with them. So would you please join me in praying to God for our missions and for organizations like Jeremiah has just spoken about? Dear Lord, we do love to tell your story. We appreciate the opportunity to do that in so many ways. We appreciate those who are willing to serve on a full-time basis so your story can be told in places that we are not. We want to pray very specifically for the missions that we support. We pray for Stacy Coons and Joanna Chapa as they have given up their young single years here in the U.S., which could be so easy for them to live a difficult time in Peru taking your word to young women who have been abused, taking your word to wives who don't know a better way to live. 
taking your word to husbands who need to learn how to live in a Christian way and, and, and live as the head of a household in a way that you have designed. We ask your blessing upon those two ladies as, as they are there day in and day out fighting the battles to tell your story. We thank you and ask your blessing upon John Slimak, who works with the K-Life organization here in town and all those who walk alongside of him to reach some churched but many unchurched young people in this community. They may drive by or walk by many, many churches every day that they're not willing to go into, but they'll go into that rock house and John can make your word exciting and real for them, and we praise you for the work that is being done through the K-Life organization. We praise you and thank you once again for providing resources to send a team to Niger to drill the water wells for those who otherwise would not have that real water, but also who would never have the living water. We know that these water wells are just a conduit to being able to reach the people with your word, and we thank you for that. We thank you for John Stam and the work that he's continuing to do um, to support that organization. We thank you for John and Kristen Edwards and ask your blessing upon the bookstore that they have run for so many years in Brazil, providing Christian information that would otherwise not be available to those that are there. And most of all, just living out and modeling what a Christian family looks like to those who may not otherwise know. We ask your special blessing upon Kenyon Gerbrandt and his family as he continues to serve with LEI. We thank you and, and ask your blessing upon the work that they do as they try to help the illiterate be able to read and being able to provide materials in their language so they can read what we read in that Holy Bible every day. We take it for granted. I can't imagine what it would be like to only be able to listen to other people and never be able to read that for myself. And we thank you for him being there, and we continue to support that. We thank you um, for the MB mission as they continue um, just a, a lifelong journey to plant churches in those places where people are most unchurched and continue to go into those corners of the world um, through all types of organizations and church plants. We thank you for Mission USA, who's through the MB organization working here in the U.S. to plant churches in urban areas where um, we really have so many unchurched that we don't even see here in our country. We ask your blessing upon the EMB leadership team, a group of our own people who have yet been untapped and perhaps uncalled, or perhaps you've called them and it's only in their heart at this point. We ask your blessing upon that team as they figure out exactly what their mission will be and exactly um, what the details of those trips will be. We ask your blessing upon this. And we do, with full hearts, ask your blessing upon Forgotten Ministries. Jeremiah and Sarah may be the, the go behind it and the ideas behind it, but they would be the first to tell you that Forgotten Ministries is everyone. It's all those who are walking alongside um, taking the ideas and the callings that are given and serving those right here in our own community. May any who feel called, um, please, that they'll step up this year and serve with that ministry here in our own community. As we meet tonight, God, to focus on missions, we will pray, we will give, 
and we hope that some will go, for we love to tell your story. And we just ask that people will be able to dig deep into their pockets to provide funding to allow those who are telling that story to continue to do so. In the name of